everyone, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How are we doing? Hey everybody, welcome to episode 42, 40 who? <laughs> 42 of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. And uh, guys, I don't know about you, I'm I'm feeling a little under the weather. Oh no. Oh no, yeah, you don't look too good. It looks yeah. like you're, turn, you're, you're turning skin- gold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Your feet are affixed to a plinth. <laughs> uh, guys. I got Oscar fever, baby. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, Truly, if I'm uh, telling the truth, I didn't watch one second of the Oscars. <laughs> Not a one? No. So my Oscar fever is still raging because I didn't get to watch the Oscars last night. Mm. And the only cure is more cowbell. I don't think so. It's watching the Oscars or at least knowing who won <laughs> these awards. That will be an acceptable cure is yeah. just hearing who won. It's just hearing who won. So, Robert, you texted last night, and you're like, guys, are you watching these Academy Awards? <laughs> you, you do have, like, a voice filter on that, like, makes it, it all my texts sound that way yeah. when they come through. Yeah, it's a text-to-speech, <laughs> and it's, hey, Andrew, are you watching these Academy Awards? I love them. I'm crying right now. And so we decided, because I wasn't going to watch it. Max, did you watch any of it? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, that maybe you would uh, try and quiz us on who won some of these big awards sure this is gonna be super this is crazy. riveting riveting radio uh you know what i might do is like maybe i'll i'll pull a couple of i won't say like all of the um oh you don't want to give away like the technical awards <laughs> no they don't deserve it um <laughs> just like when i see a movie i don't want to see the credits yeah i say cut them out and add more movie <laughs> um <laughs> But I can I I won't do every single nomination and there's it's entirely possible you haven't seen some of these films. I've, so it's uh, probably it's possible I've seen almost none of them. Almost none of them. Uh, so how about hey everyone's favorite costume design? <laughs> uh, there's is this like an eight? Are you gonna give like options or do I have yeah, to yeah, guess? Yeah. So uh, Shape of Water was up for costume design, uh-huh. big costume in that one, and uh-huh. the people were closing it too. So those are wow. costumes. Um, hey, spoiler alert: People were closing Shape of Jeez Water. Louise. Um, that, that's why I rated it very low. Beauty and the Beast. Hey, there's some fancy costumes in oh there. Boy. Hey, even the clocks wear costumes in that one. Oh boy! So that's one. Also, Phantom Thread, a movie about making clothes. Now, which of those <laughs> films do you think could have won best costume? Now, let's see here. You said Beauty and the Beast, The Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. Phantom there's a couple Thread. others. There's Darkest Hour and Victoria and Abdul. The Sensation. Paul Abdul and Paul's <laughs> father's movie, her father's yeah. movie. Um, let's see here. It's about Queen Victoria and Paula Abdul oh writing boy. a song together. <laughs> that was the original Opposites Attract, and then they added an MC Scat Cat at the end. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, can't really wear clothes underwater, so it's probably not the shape of water. Uh, the shape of water uh, might be a dress. That's true. Hey, how about the, how about the dress? Is that... Was that in no, the No, the Academy dress Awards? was not one of the options. <laughs> Dang it. Dang it. Uh it was it was uh, say yes to the dress. It was an episode of Say Yes to the Dress. Phantom Thread. Max. Uh I think you might be right on that one, but I'm going with Shape of Water anyways. Max. Because I want to be You are off the podcast. <laughs> the Phantom <laughs> Thread was the winner. Um how about visual effects? There were actually quite a few contenders that I think were were worthy for that one. Um there was Oh, that is how you do it. Hey, <laughs> crank it up a little bit. Um, so up for best visual effects, Kong Skull Island. I think I mentioned that one a couple episodes ago. Uh-huh. I actually thought it looked pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. Are okay. you making a monkey face over there? <laughs> um, I was trying. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh-huh. War for the Planet of the Apes. You know what's so crazy? I just realized I was calling it War of the Planet of the Apes. I didn't know it was 4-4. Four. Four. Yeah. This movie just got even better, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and also two big... Monkey movies. Hey, how about that? <laughs> how about that? Um, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Uh, Max, sorry, you plug your ears. <laughs> and also, Blade Runner was also up for the award. Now, which of uh-huh. those five flims do you think 
Mm. What one for best visual effects? Did you see other? I mean, Last Jedi, obviously, but did you see? Or you saw Guardians? Uh-huh. You didn't see all of War. All I the, saw. I, I did not see the end of <laughs> okay. War for Planet of the Apes. So as far as I know, so, the effects, hey, the effects get, could really fall apart. Yeah, at the they end. got really bad at the end. Uh, I also did see Kong Skull Island. Oh, you did? Yeah, I saw it on an airplane. So actually, the visual effects didn't come through very well. So I'm <laughs> thinking you, everybody saw you that walk way out? too. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. If everybody else saw it on a plane, including the Academy voters, <laughs> they all yeah, they they probably all the didn't think to the award show. Yeah. Like, oh God, we got to watch this. We didn't quick. see Kong. Um, I'm guessing they didn't think the effects were that good because it was on a plane. They were watching it on PSPs. <laughs> on PSPs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, boy. U- UMD discs. I'm going to go with war for the planet of the apes. Okay. Max, what do you think? Uh, I think it, yeah, it should be either that one or Blade Runner. Andrew, you're kicked off the podcast. Max, you're correct. Blade Runner won Back best on. visual effects. Um, strike three. You're out of here. Hey, it was only strike one, but I agree with the man. <laughs> uh, I think that's I think that's good. How about uh, best animated feature? I think, you, Andrew, you might have known this one. Did you hear, Max, who won? Coco. Coco. Kay- Kaylee Cuoco. Kaylee Cuoco won. Oh, did it? Yeah, Coco else, did one. What else was up? There was a, some other like kind of small. Well, Boss Baby was one of oh, them. Oh my god! Are you serious? What? I am dead serious. And oh, Ferdinand was too. Yeah. Uh, I... The um, Channing Tatum. The John Cena. Or, uh, not Johnny. T- uh, John Cena movie. Yeah. Get it. Um, fucking right. Uh, um. Yeah, I'm trying to see. Oh, and uh, did you hear Best Director? So uh, there was Ryan, Ryan Johnson. There was. A, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, says, it, it says all five nominations are for Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Um, and, and it, it still says, didn't win. And it says the, uh, the, still didn't the win. Academy judges are J.J. Abrams, Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> um, so Paul Thomas Anderson was up for Phantom Thread. Christopher Nolan was up for Dunkirk. Greta Gerwig was up for Lady Bird. Jordan Peele was up for Get Out. And Guillermo del Toro was up for The Shape of Water. Mm. Get out. Mm. Okay, Max, but what was the answer? <laughs> I don't think he won for best director. Who? Uh Jordan Peele. Okay. I'm gonna say Shit. I don't think Greta Gerwig won anything. Could it be the Blom himself? The what? Christopher Nolan? The Blom. <laughs> uh no. Because I didn't see Dunkirk. That means nobody saw Dunkirk. Oh my god, your logic for these. So... You're like, but I did see it previewed on a plane i'm going to say it was shit what were the movies again it was shape of water Uh garamo jordan peele for get out greta gerwig for lady bird christopher nolan for dunkirk Uh and paul thomas anderson for phantom thread oof i'm gonna go gee dog gee dog max what do you think i already said but i forget uh get out right jordan Jordan Peele? peele yeah Max, you are incorrect. Andrew, you are correct. Guillermo del Toro won for Shape of Water. Huh. Ooh, baby. Don't go there. Oh, okay. We won't. <laughs> um, well, I think we should just skip to a best picture, actually. Well, I already uh, know this. You I already know this, this one. Well. Did you know this one? Hey. Ask us anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, would you, uh, do you think there was a better candidate for best picture? Because I think I, there's a lot of hot takes already off of this one. And I'm I'm happy it won. And I think it's it's... In some ways, there's a lot of like classic movie about Shape of Water, uh-huh. and in other ways, there's it's weird and violent, and it's it's fantastical and strange. So I feel like it also breaks the mold in some ways. It, it can be both things, but the other movies up were Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Phantom Thread, uh, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I'm I. You saw Three Billboards. I saw it too. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I from what I've heard, a lot of people are very. <laughs> glad it didn't win it's not a oh. yeah it, that, it's that's it, the other one i would have picked i probably would oh, rate it about the same it's, uh, level as uh shape of water i i would say for that movie that it's not that it's not a well-made movie i just think that like there's it's it's an odd one it's it, there's redemptive storylines for characters that don't deserve it and it and it's a it's a muddy uh conscience at the end of the film uh, I, I don't and know i guess that's one reason why i like um, it um yeah i think there were a lot of good contenders but i feel like there's a lot that looked like that was what the Academy was going to pick. It kind of felt like, I mean, like just from an outsider's perspective of somebody who didn't see a lot of the Academy Award nominated movies yet, mm-hmm. it kind of felt, I, I don't know, like for some reason, I kind of felt like there was a wave for Lady Bird. And I, was Lady Bird even nominated for Best it was Picture? Opti- yes, okay. it was nominated for Best Picture. And, yeah. um, and I believe someone, um, I believe uh, Alice and Janney 
or I'm sorry, not for Lady Bird. I apologize. She won for Itania. For Itania. Um, but I think there were other nominations across the board for, for yeah. that role. I think I want to say, I thought Sarsha Ronan was uh, nominated, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she was for Lady Bird. Yeah. And then uh, was Laurie Metcalf plays her mom in that movie? Was she nominated? Uh, would that have been a supporting yeah. role? Yes, she was. Okay. Yes. So it, it had its due. And I think, especially for movies that like that that i'm i are yes are getting acclaimed but are relatively small as far as like a blockbuster goes i uh-huh. feel like good ex- always good exposure to be nominated for an academy award like yeah that. maybe more important sometimes than than winning because that's always so much more divisive people are more willing to be like oh yeah it deserved to be nominated instead of being like oh my god shape of water one that's oh my you know so yeah yeah um yeah that was our quick uh uh, Oscar recap. I mean, there's other there's other awards if you want to cover them, but that's I okay. Uh, hey, much like uh, whenever I'm watching Sesame Street, I'm getting a little tighter talking about Oscar. Okay, the Grouch that is. Mm. <laughs> TV shows we've seen. <laughs> we've seen. Uh, has anybody else watched any TV, or is it just is it just me? I've never seen TV. I want to get a bigger TV, but that has nothing to do with. Oh, let's talk about that. Have you done any price? Have you done hey, any price comparisons? Is new segment on TVs we've seen? Yeah. Uh, I've looked at it. I think it's. Uh, I'm just trying to uh, figure out what size. I guess. Sure. Yeah. Are you sure. Go for like Andrew's, like, uh, Andrew's Big Boy TV. No, no, definitely we don't have space for. Yeah, that, that would be something that tacky. big. Oh my the word! Fuck up uh what uh what what uh what movies or what tv shows have you seen andrew yep that's the segment you started oh shit um well i can start off and say that i know for real um i'm fucking pissed i the second half of the recent walking dead season started up and yeah well well i'm still trying to wait it out until the part occurs that's in the comics where there's a time jump spoiler alert uh, I it's it's a bit of a slog at this point. And Andrew, it sounds like you you are done. So I'm out on The Walking Dead. I I don't blame you. I there was something in the way she moves <laughs> tonight. Um, I don't know what I I'm trying to remember what was the episode where I was just like I think I can't take this anymore. Where Probably like, some beloved character that got shafted for no good reason or something. No, it wasn't oh. even that. It was just like it was somewhere in the middle of the first part of this season. I just was like I had like five episodes on the DVR and I realized I had no interest in watching. Your TiVo was full. <laughs> it's <was> like please <laughs> empty me. I'm suffering. Why do you still have a TiVo? Um I it was like was it I the just, garbage people? The, the junkyard it was people. post the gar- it was post the junkyard people <laughs> but it was like i just had no interest in watching these and it was just like it felt like a slog yeah to have to get through them because like i don't enjoy the show anymore mm. like it it has gotten to the point where it just it feels like i have to do something watching the walking dead you made it farther than i did that's true <laughs> As we talked about, was an early abandoner. Yeah, you got off at episode four. Yeah, I I did. I'm a little bit of a hipster. Yeah, I mean, it's never. I can. I totally rail against shows that are like this, where like I want to watch The Wire, but everyone's like, first season's great, second season's kind of a slog. But you need to know about those characters for the third to be good, which is okay. And then the fourth, and it's like, well, is this show actually good? And I'm sure it. I'm sure it is. It is. But it's like Walking Dead, where it's like. First season's okay. It's six episodes, and there are a couple of episodes aren't good. But then the second season, oh, that sucks because they waste a lot of time. But the third season is actually good. Yeah. And then the fourth season, uh oh, it falls off again. It's like, well, when is the show Wait, good? Yeah. I can't point my finger on it. Yeah. I think and like would it you might... enjoy it if you just watched those episodes? Who knows? But would it also is it also like it's it's not as good as other episodes of The Wire, but comparatively to other TV, that's true. It's like a better. bad Wire episode might be good compared to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Shakespeare the show <laughs> coming to ABC 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 <laughs> this They're Friday new. it's TGIF is all Shakespeare the show this yeah this season um yeah I it, I need a like this is just my own personal thing I need some joy in what I'm watching no escapism is a big thing right and now like, and I agree completely. it's just it doesn't ex- like it it not only doesn't exist in The Walking Dead, it really doesn't exist in The Walking Dead. It is oh, like joy. I mean, it's few and far between. Like joy is like there's no character named Joy. <laughs> joy is gonna be like uh like 
thankfully you murdered all those men in cold blood so that your daughter <laughs> right. wouldn't get uh, yeah. ripped apart. It's yeah, like, exactly. Ah, that, if that's the light there, that's that's why, as I mentioned already, there is a time jump in the comics where they are they have a community. They're trying to build themselves up. It becomes more of a thing where it's like. This is now just interesting. Like, what do you do when you decide, like, you need to clear the roads. You need to connect other settlements. You need to still figure out ways to, like, move the zombies. But they You become... need to invest more in the infrastructure of these bridges, <laughs> Rick. Yes. But all that stuff becomes more of, like, a daily task and less fierce. I don't know. I That is a more interesting aspect of the show to me than always the villain of the week who's, like, yeah. threatening to stick a spike up your ass or something. So. Ooh. So hey. The Walking Dead's like now? <laughs> I might come back in. Back yeah. in. Um, yeah, so I, I don't disagree. I'm I'm probably going to stick it out, especially if I think the end of this season will then be the jump that yeah. I'm waiting for. But, I'll, hey, I'll report back in. Hey, speaking of TV and the jump you've been waiting for, mm-hmm. watch any of those Olympics? Uh... <laughs> uh <laughs> i saw some like hello i saw some sick biffs on the uh, ski slope but uh-huh. other than that and i'm not talking about the one from back to the future oh boy <laughs> here we go i watched them uh skating figure skating yeah yeah a lot of that's pretty good uh there's a japanese guy they threw poo bears at him was oh yeah i saw that yeah wait, that they threw, cool. wait he threw poo bears at people no the people audience threw, threw them at him after they, his after his performance is done it oh, was like after instead, it was done instead of throwing flowers they threw to, to sabotage bears. to sabotage yeah. him they threw poo bears on yeah. the ice but he kept avoiding them yeah. and that was part of the part of the act <laughs> and then cutting the, the, the necks of some stuff. of them <laughs> I went on the uh, Winnie the Pooh ride uh, when I was in Disneyland a couple weeks ago the teapots or am I thinking of that wrong no it's like a you're kind of in a hollowed out uh, is it like a beehive is it like a horror thing where you have to you're being chased chased by heffalumps and woozles? Oh, I, I mean, this is that is it. Really, it's trippy as hell. Yes, oh. it is like dreamlike. It's crazy. This There's is in hef- Disneyland. This is in oh, Disneyland. I missed this okay. one. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. you got to check it out. It's um yeah, it's very like bright and kind of neon, neon and it's yeah. it is it does feel a little bit like like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. You go to hell, but it's not as yeah. like weird as this one where it's like and everything's drippy. Do you remember like the heffalump like makes a harp out of honey between its yeah. trunk and it's and I showed uh, uh, my wife Jamie had never seen that segment of Winnie the Pooh, so I showed her while yeah. we were in line. Kids behind me were crying. They didn't like it. Um, <laughs> the adults in front of me were crying. They didn't like it. Yeah. Um, but no, it is just a very... When you look at that scene now, I think the the people were like, hey, this is a Winnie Pooh, but we need you to go cre- like do something very creative with all these characters. Do, yeah. Flex your animation muscles. And they did. And the ride is... I think if you, you could be having a bad day, that would be a very upsetting ride. It's really? very strange. Wow. Yes. It's not very long, but uh-huh. it's, yeah, it's, it's weirder than you expect a ride in that corner of the park to be. So. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. fuck you up, dude. Dude, yeah, you'll get I was not up the on that ride. I had to sit down for a while after that one. Uh, well, quickly, I finished The Good Place, the second season of The Good Place. Oh, sweet. And I think it's still one of the best TV shows on, on television. Wow. Um, and I also finished the Marvels Mrs. Maisel on Amazon. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember you mentioning you started that. that and the Marvel show. The Marvel, yeah, the Marvel show. Miss Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, yeah. Uh, good, very good. Good. The nice. ending of it's very satisfying. Is I, it a one-off? Is it just a one-off? No, they'll continue. And same with Good Place, I assume. A third yeah, there's season. a third season of Good no Place spoilies, coming. But I'm assuming they're setting that up. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, in a very interesting way. Like the Good Place, I will say. I, I genuinely when i said i think it's one of the best tv shows on television truly i think it people should watch it and like if you jumped off because the premise is weird the premise is still weird but i think the show has a lot of heart and it's really found like oh, a yeah. good center in it but um i think it, for a show that i was like i don't know how they're going to sustain this past one season um they've really found very clever ways to keep it going cool and to keep it interesting so I was very satisfied with the ending. So a thumbs up to the good place. <laughs> I have to catch up. Do you know, is it all, it's all on Hulu, but are all the, is the season entirely available or is it just the last couple still? Uh, I don't know. God, that's so frustrating. I feel like there's a lot of, it should be on Netflix like within a couple months is my guess okay. because they, it, the finale was like a few weeks ago. Okay, cool. Well, good. I, I hope to kind of binge and catch up on all of that. Yeah. I, I finished up uh, pushing daisies. Oh, that, that's a show that I thought deserved more than two seasons. I agree. I that was, was it good. canceled or did it have it, a proper? It, I mean, it, it ended, but the last episode like seemed to go through itself pretty quickly and, hmm. and wrap yeah. things up. Yeah. I think it like 
Because that was the same people who did Wonderfalls, right? Yeah, that's another one that I was going to say deserved more than it got yeah. the one season. Yeah. You think how a couple of years after the fact, or like at this time right now, where like Netflix is falling over itself to give people money to make yeah. their projects, you wonder if this kind of stuff could just be made right now. Did someone say like seven or 800 original movies are being bought by netflix this year like, that i believe it yeah that's insane i mean like just based on the numbers that they got for bright and then like the amount of people who watch like glow and hey uh what the bright bright glow, oh. glow? there's a new movie coming out are they remaking shine, shine? <laughs> oh boy wow you guys are trying to beat each other to that punchline sparkle <laughs> um but like the the amount of people who watch those things on Netflix, I'm sure more than justifies the money that they've spent on original content. I think they're uh, they're just like wasting money on all of it. I don't think they make any money back. I do think, it, I do think it hurts their brand. Max's <laughs> that's, character that's, contrarian. That's business for you. <laughs> I do think it hurts their brand a little bit that some of the biggest um, talked about ones have been lackluster to bad. Sure. But I also feel like... What are you trying to say about Stranger Things, There's huh? plenty... <laughs> I mean, I, some would say that the se- the second season is not as strong as the first season. Ooh, I don't know. Bring I haven't finished on. it yet. But, Bring them on. But, um, but I do think in general, like, it's also too big. Obviously, like... Too some, big to fail? <laughs> yes, I'm calling it now. Um, no, I just think that, like, there are people that just put movies on and just don't think about it critically and just watch them. Or, you know, it's the new movie from this person and they always watch their movies, so there you go. So... Yes, there's a certain amount that you can always chalk up to like that. That is going to be viewed. That's going to be enjoyed by by someone on a on, on a very basic level. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think ultimately better for for people that are trying to get, kind of get their product out there. That might be a good uh, avenue for them. So sure. we'll see. Yeah, it, it is too bad that like I think if a Pushing Daisies or a Wonderfalls or Firefly, you know, came out now and were, was canceled by a network, it would be picked up probably instantly by Mm -hmm. one of these streaming platforms because there's mm -hmm. you can tell now too especially with analytics i'm sure like oh wow look there's there's literally we can see this much of a following we can grab that many people coming on board and then all the new people that are already you know logged into jacked into netflix is that what you have to do yeah yeah okay yeah you have to jack in to your netflix plug you forget about me look my way girl something <laughs> breakfast movies we've seen i wonder if there's anybody who like this is their first episode or like you know whatever and we, they just think like why are they just listening to simple minds in the middle of the <laughs> podcast because like there's no like true intro to it other than just the song starts playing sometimes we have a segue but yeah that was pretty abrupt we're just like it's a it's our they thought another break. podcast started <laughs> the, the yeah the simple minds podcast um i haven't seen maybe, anything maybe so. they just thought uh, we were singing that um it yeah they could have sound like rob his that's true voice. um i did uh i did Ooh, watch a sorry. couple that's okay i did watch um, technical difficulties a few movies since we got together i want i don't remember if i mentioned if i'd seen annihilation since our last episode no you haven't i've seen that twice and i really liked that wow yeah i heard so i i heard it's it's based on a book, right? Uh, a trilogy of books, but only based on the first book. And I think also the, I think like literally they announced the book and the studio was like, we'll, we'll buy it. We'll option it. So when the first oh, book like, came out. Wow. Really? So yes. And I think it was like 2014 or 2015 that the books started to come out. Uh huh. And apparently the director based it only on the first one. There's a little. Is there wiggle room to then do a th- second and third movie? It to me didn't set itself up for a satisfying sequel i i i don't want to spoil it i think people should go see it it's an ambiguous enough ending that you could go anywhere kind of it's not like a cliffhangery thing where like sylvester stallone's in it yeah he's like i'm the next guy i'm the cliffhanger um uh, (laughs) i see where you're going with that um (laughs) no it's really good the 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 uh, the visual effects especially are really awesome, and it's it is like a more serious sci-fi movie. I'm I am just a sucker for like any movie that has like uh, Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. <laughs> yeah, Natalie Portman. I'm watching the prequels nonstop. Um, has like uh, trees and grass like overtaking 
buildings again, like abandoned areas like that. Like I just so love the happening is like your <laughs> one of my favorites. Yeah. That isn't huge in the happening. It isn't being overtaken already. I'm thinking more like I am legend. Now that's my favorite movie. <laughs> there we go. Now but that's I, but, a movie. But I do. That is just a, an environment, like a thing I like in films, like like the or in the game The Last of Us, where it's like time has passed on, and now look, there's vines up on the building, stuff like that. So there's that element is already you're already drawing me in. So there's a lot of that. Visuals are great. I think the cast is good. There was a little controversy because the characters in the first book are only called like the biologist, the physician, the blah, blah, blah. In the second book, they are given ethnicities, which are not the ethnicities of the actors that were cast in the first film. Hmm. So whether the director was aware of that and chose to just base it on purely on the first book, even with that knowledge, I, I don't know. There's always, there's unfortunately, this is a, a consistent problem with kind of the casting and stuff in Hollywood, but it is still a diverse cast, if not the wrong uh, ethnicities from what the second book dictated and uh, all women in, in the group that goes in to the, uh, the shimmer in the, in the, in the, the movie. annihilation zone, the annihilation zone, the, the sort of the anomaly that's happening in the movie. I don't really want to say, I don't want to say too much about it just cause it's, it's really good. I would definitely go. I've seen it twice now and that's for a reason. It's yeah. really good. Um, and I saw black <laughs> Panther a second time. Great. Uh-huh. Still great. Uh, I saw Game Night and that was really good. Oh, was it? Yeah, I cool. was very surprised. I would actually, I mean, doesn't obviously doesn't feel like the kind of movie you have to rush out and see in the sure. theater, but um, some really slick, uh, they use like tilt shift, which is this camera shot that makes it look like the thing in the foreground is really focused and everything else looks almost um, like a miniature. Uh-huh. I have a couple of pictures in my living room that are that style. Did you go see it because it's a tilt shift yeah. movie? I was like, ooh, I, I'm yeah, just like it used to be handy cam like first person yeah, movies now and it's now tilt it's tilt shift. shift. Um, but it does make it look like uh, it is a game board when they're driving to a location. And it does, huh. there are all these little elements that actually make it feel more like, because the whole plot is that it's a group of people that always have a game night and then they have one that's like an extreme, like a murder mystery or a puzzle room where they're, um, the main character's brother gets kidnapped, but they find out pretty quickly. It's not a game that it's not a game or, or it's not what they thought. Like someone actually did kidnap him. And, and part of the movie is people in their group still operating under the assumption that it is. Got it. Um, I, it, it's one of those movies that like, uh, like I'm, I regret not seeing pop star in the theaters, even though it looked funny. I was like, Oh, this could be not funny. Uh I was very pleasantly surprised by game night. It was very, very, it was very funny. I really liked it. Cool. That's good to know because I, Saw the trailer and was like, uh, Jason Bateman, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, but he was good. Yeah. I, I think everyone did a pretty good job, so, yeah. Have you seen The Game with uh, Michael I, Douglas? Yeah, I like The Game. Yes, yeah. similar to that, not quite as grim, dark. It's definitely having more fun with the concept. Now, it's not like the... Because in The Game, like the first thing that happens, he comes home and there's a clown in his driveway, and it's in The Game, right? And then it's I where his. It's, yeah, I thought, oh, have so you not seen I it? I have seen it. It was a long time oh, ago. But it's where his father, when he was a child, jumped off the roof and committed suicide. So it's like laying where it's like, and it's like that's the first thing that happens. Where it's like, well, we're in for some fun. Great. <laughs> this, is gonna be, this is gonna be a real romp. <laughs> I like that one too, though. That's that's a good one. Classic. Very memorable. I should, I yeah. Say. <laughs> oh, chilling. Remember that one incredible scene? Nope. Uh, what have you seen, Max? Uh, I watched uh, Alien, Aliens, and Alien Cubed, maybe uh, at least the first uh, Alien Cubed to Hypercube, <laughs> pretty much. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And yeah, they're good movies. Sigourney Weaver's pretty dope. Um, it is funny that <laughs> synced. <laughs> Review over. It up. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny how much they make of her being pretty dope. You know, like they'll the she gets in the load lifter and she picks up a box. And the two guys go like, oh. Bay 12, yeah. please. <laughs> like, holy crap. But that she, just shows that they're assholes who thought that, like, she wouldn't know how to get in that thing, and yeah, she did. Yeah, it does. But uh, I guess what I'm saying is it's played to the audience, like, you should also kind of, like, get what they're... Because my girlfriend turned to me, and she's like, like, what's going on? And I'm like, it's because she's a woman in a load lifter. Like, that's why it's impressive. <laughs> and, like, it, it's not really explained. It's just like, well, wow, is, wow, look at her. She's a, a space trucker, her and her whole team for that's, the first movie. That's all they're doing, right? Is like, hauling ore on that ship, right? Yeah, and then she starts working in, like, a, a loading dock. Yeah. And she is loading. But she, and and so, she has, like, a flight license, I think. Well, I, or she gets it reinstated. Like, so why is it so surprising to them? That? Because I think, because they're assholes, and they spend most of their time frozen in between missions of killing bugs and stuff, so. Perhaps. But I think it was actually, they're Marines from our from <laughs> I, our time. <laughs> my view was that it was because it was made in the 80s, but maybe I'm wrong. 
true too it is also like yeah it's like future space 80s yeah does that make sense with awesome rebugs <laughs> oh yeah so cool um that is aliens is great it that is such a rare it's such a rare thing when there is a sequel that is i probably enjoy more but it's also a different a very different movie yeah exactly the you'll first find, one is you'll a find much people who a go horror movie both ways on that yeah like uh a lot of people like the first one. no but nobody likes uh the third more than i disagree <laughs> i i i think the third has especially considering the fourth and some of the ones following it i think the fourth the third so one better, has some interesting it's better stuff. than the fourth is it better than the first is it better than the second do you know anyone who would say that it is i don't think number three is my is better than two one or two to me but i think it yeah. is better than four and possibly uh for me maybe i don't know if i would go that far there's some I interesting stuff and it also gets I, back to one alien in one facility they have no weapons it just feels more perilous it feels yeah. more like the first one where it's like a battle the, the second one is cool as it is there's so many aliens that they're just blowing up and shooting that it's kind of you you lose that creepiness of that thing moving around the facility so yeah yeah, yeah, it's more of like the the suspense of whether they're going to make it out alive, but it's not really on the that one thing until the queen comes, I guess, and then it becomes more of a one on one thing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I I was kind of, and I think most people are upset with the third one because it does kind of the uh, Ryan Johnson thing of like ignoring <sighs> ignoring the stuff that happened. Oh. <laughs> this has become like the Ryan Johnson is, trope. Yes, exactly. Just like erase what happened in the first. Or uh, in the second well, movie, the, and just Max, like you'll be happy move to know forward in, immediately. You'll be happy to know, and this may be a, the camp that you're in. There are some people that believe that, like, this is all a cryospace dream of Ripley's, like her getting to the prison planet, Ye- her and Newt, uh, Newton Bishop, um, and uh, uh, why can't I think of uh, the the male soldier that lived? Hicks. Oh my God, Hicks. Um, them dying, like that's all not didn't really happen this is all a nightmare that she's having while yeah, she's neil, safely neil, floating through space. i think neil blomkamp was he like suggested that and was, his concept was art going for to the make mate was like uh was hicks with, with like a, an acid scar because like an alien did try and get in his pod but he survives mm-hmm. and like a grown-up newt and he, when he was going to make the movie at one point why did he lose it chappy did he lose it because no no he lost it because uh prometheus and in, in uh, the other uh, one after that. Because uh, didn't, like, didn't like Ridley Scott literally like take it back? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, he said, "Oh, God. you guys are thinking about making another Aliens? Well, well, uh, let me make I'm fake prequels to it." Yeah. And then, and then they said basically like, "Oh, Ridley Scott's back on Alien. We can sell that." And so they <sighs> uh, went that way instead. I would have rather seen, even if it wasn't good, I would have rather seen a Blomkamp take on it. But yeah, I'd be curious in that, and I think it was interesting. Chappy fighting the aliens, even if the uh, <laughs> yeah, there'd have to be a. a Pretty big role for a robot at a, some point. A face hugger prawns in, versus <laughs> a face hugger infecting yeah. a prawn and making a prawn alien. Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, hopefully he gets to make it someday. I, the sky's the limit. I feel like, especially nowadays, it just seems like more weirder and smaller. Niche Space stuff. might be the limit. It, I know no one can hear you scream in ecstasy for the next Alien movie. Oh boy, <laughs> Alien! <laughs> pure ecstasy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was pure. Uh, I want to see another Neil Blomkamp movie. What? I don't. <laughs> well, get out. Oh, because it made you. Sick. Okay, bye. <laughs> wait, so did it? Wait, wait, did it make you sick or what happened? Did you cry? Did <clears throat> Chappie make you cry? My back on. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, it, District Nine. Guys, I didn't dislike District Nine. It did make me sick, but I don't. I didn't dislike the movie. But the, oh, Elysium is bad. Oh, Elysium's not very good. And it has like, some really good I effects and some it has some good effects and some cool set pieces, but it's not a very good no, I didn't think and it was a I good heard movie. you wait, you so you didn't really like District Nine. You did you see Chappie? I haven't seen Chappie. I think that might be the one of the three that you would like the most. Interesting. Hmm. Maybe not. <laughs> hey, maybe but, maybe I'll get back into Neil's Blom Camp. Now remember that um what's the name of the band I'm that's the in the chapter? <laughs> I'm not movie? laughing. The, oh uh uh D Antword. Yeah. yeah. So they're a big part of that movie. Do you like uh, D Antword? I don't think you have uh, to like I have to like... a couple of different words I would use for D Antword. And D Antword D is what yeah. <laughs> what you have tattooed on your chest? Yeah. Uh D Antword D. Um Sideshow Bob. Reference, reference. Uh, the bar. Let that the. sink in. Okay, and 
The applause break is almost over. <laughs> Andrew is sitting back and basking in it. Um, yeah, I still haven't seen Chappie either, but my wife didn't said it. She really didn't like it. I'm not sure if I have I have not checked it out yet. Uh, make your own decisions, Robert. Uh, and make your own Chappie movie afterwards. Yeah, I'll do a backyard version. I, she's my better half, so I defer to her on most things. That's true. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you do too? <laughs> I, do, I do the same exactly. Text Jamie and make sure, hey, should I go eat at this? Uh, she's like, no, no, no. Yeah, I didn't should I tell Robert with her to see Chappie? Chappie? Yeah. Should but, I lie to Robert and say that Chappie's bad so he... <laughs> No, I thought it was. I thought it was decent. I thought, no, I thought it was better than decent. I thought it was fun. I thought it was cute. I thought Chappie was. Uh, you thought Chappie was character. cute. Yeah, he's adorable. Oh, so cute. <laughs> uh, but then again, I liked Elysium, so I don't know. <laughs> Who the fuck? Hey, be all you know. want. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it on. You wish you could live on Elysium with all the other uh, snooty rich people, right? Exactly. That's what I want from <laughs> <Yeah>. that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I want that machine all to myself. Cool. By that machine, I mean Matt Damon. You mean a DVD player with Elysium in it? All right. Are we ready to move on to the movie that we all watched? You know it. That's right. You know from that music we saw... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Logan Lucky. We saw Crossroads. <laughs> uh, we watched Logan Lucky all at different times. I think it's been months for you guys. Yeah. I've seen it a couple. I've seen it two or three times now, though. So I saw it yeah. fairly recently, um, the last couple months. I think it's also streaming on Prime now. Oh, oh shit! Amazon we watched it. Shoot! <laughs> oh shit! Um, Logan Lucky, Steven Soderberg, <laughs> Steven Soda Bread, <laughs> Steven Soda Pop, S- Steven Sour Bread. Uh, Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, uh, what's that guy's Duh, name? Seth MacFarland, James Bond, Daniel Craig. Oh, he was so great in this. Uh, yeah, I I was very pleased with everybody in this movie, uh-huh. except well, for yeah. Uh, yeah. except for my main man, Seth MacFarlane. Except for my <laughs> except for main for man. <laughs> and uh, Sebastian Stan was also in it. Yeah, right. I I like it took me. A while to recognize that see that those long him. locks. Yeah, when I don't see that metallic arm <laughs> in the shot, I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? What if it was like a, a mustache situation for uh, Superman where he was like, hey, listen, I can't take the metal arm <laughs> the off arm. of this movie. I'm contracted to wear this arm for the next 20 years. 20 years? You're going to have to, yeah, you're going to have to work around the it. The cool thing is it works. Yeah. It's, it's really strong. It's really, yeah. Only Spider-Man um, can pull it away. And I was surprised to see Katie Holmes. Yeah. I haven't seen her in yeah. anything in a long time. Yeah, yeah it's been a while. Uh, since mad money what <laughs> i said since mad money i think that's the, what, that G- the jim kramer show her nickname for tom cruise it was the money that she was in with the money the she money was. she was in <laughs> did i say that yeah <laughs> she was the movie that she was in that uh the reason why she didn't come back to batman uh the second time and she was replaced by maggie gyllenhaal that's right rachel dawes rest in peace OG OG uh, racial ration racial ghoul. What is happening? So but I've infected uh, all right. you. Mad Money 2008. Wow, last that movie. can't be the last wow. time. The last time she was in a movie with Queen Latifah and Diane Keaton. There Wait, for go. real that was the last one before Logan Lucky? No. <laughs> no you idiot. Oh. Uh, um, no, t- remember she was in Jack and Jill. Wasn't that? Oh, <laughs> it's between between then and now um how we doing <laughs> uh she was in a couple episodes of uh how i met your mother what the fuck adam sandler has a new movie coming out uh this is not at all about logan lucky called the week of and it's like him trying to help plan his daughter's wedding uh-huh. the week leading up to it but when i saw it for some reason on youtube it's like the week of trailer and i was like the week of trailer and i was like is this his new movie and i was like is it like a spoof on all the bad trailers for his movies and, I was, like, movies? and I was like huh, that's already a movie and i was like there's no joke in this yet and i was like oh no this is just i just don't know what titles are <laughs> <laughs> and that was me spending a couple hours at home dissecting that yeah. one a couple i hours. wonder what this title means <laughs> jamie's like robert you haven't come out for a while Shh, I'm, i've yeah. almost cracked it adam sandler you have this big picture of Adam Sandler in your office and just like all the like red strings connecting. All, all connecting to Shabbadi-doo. <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's the, where it intersects. Uh, so Logan Lucky, as, yep. we, as we've been talking about this whole time. Uh, 
would you what'd y'all think of the movie I mean, I really enjoyed it. I, yeah, I think I've seen it now like three times, once in the theater and like twice twice for rental. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's really good. It was how, a- how stupid do you feel <laughs> knowing that it's okay. streaming for free on Prime now and you rented it twice? Oh, my God. Um, I w- I'm fine supporting it because... Little guy like Steven Soderbergh needs all the help. <laughs> <laughs> this little indie filmmaker, Steven Soderbergh. But it, I was nice to see a a different take on a heist movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Definitely like a, a a bumpkin heist kind of movie. Yeah. They're they're stealing from NASCAR. Uh huh. It just feels a lot more low level, but still with lots of like fun little twists and things that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Kind of by the end. Yeah. I um, I, I really like Adam Driver in this movie. I thought like he yeah. like rather than like go like full bore and like really have a bumpkin accent one one overall thing hanging down (laughs) he has like a very subtle like sort of like you know country boy accent but like he's such a good actor that like i believe that that was his his accent like he didn't do it he didn't do it too much where i was like okay i can see he's doing an accent Mm -hmm. or something Are, are you trying to say something about channing tatum no, I'm not. I, like Channing Tatum was also believably. I don't think anyone was like too over the top. Except well, uh, Daniel Craig. Except on Daniel purpose. Craig, but he was great. <laughs> but that was it. also like he was an over the top like person, even in even yeah. in their yeah. life. Like that was just yeah. yeah. Um, and then I and this this is all all everything we say is also an exception to uh Seth MacFarlane's character. Yes. Yeah. Awful. He's not in the movie that much though. He isn't, but he has two or three scenes that that move the plot pivotal. forward. Yeah. And let's just get it out of the way right now it's not even like he he's dressed like thriller michael jackson this red coat yeah he's got like this weird like jerry curl he's got this weird like yeah rick james jerry curl and he's this kind of he's like this this like governor brov kind of english heavy accent yeah they could have gotten someone who was actually english and they could have gotten someone of any of uh, uh, any place in the world that was still over the top like the whole point was that he was a guy who owned an energy drink and then sponsored a racer uh-huh and i i picture in my head already a certain kind of person when i hear hear that who are you close your eyes now tell me who you're picturing hmm. he's getting a boner right now <laughs> <laughs> and he's seth mcfarland yeah, it's he's still on seth jeremy um <laughs> Um, uh, I cannot think of another. I yeah. I'm like you can think of anyone. I'm like yeah. can't think of. Anyone. I have a very specific person in mind. And uh, Mark Hamill. Okay. Have, Mark Hamill could have done a voice. He could have been over the top. He could have been ridiculous. We've been talking about Star Wars this whole podcast, and Mark Hamill's all you can come What's up with. Star Wars. <laughs> um, I th- but, I can think of something perfect for it. I, I uh, think it just, Ryan Johnson would be perfect for this role. <laughs> in the role, it would work. Okay, so the whole point of that character is that were you saying it would work because you hate him? That's actually what Fuck I was getting you. to. The point. Fuck off. The point of that character is to be hated, and therefore and I think everything Seth MacFarlane is a perfect casting decision. Except if it were Ryan Johnson and you were watching the movie, <laughs> okay, the so character in Logan Lucky's like that works for me. I, don't I know made a Star Wars movie. Everyone's gonna love. <laughs> Guess what? I kill off all your favorite characters. Spoiler alert. Gone. <laughs> Dick, we dude. talked about the movie on this <laughs> podcast like three months ago. But this is a separate episode. Oh, shit. Yeah. I cut the Millennium Falcon in half. <laughs> I didn't say which of your favorite characters. <laughs> you said all. Oh, shit. <laughs> so if you love... Boop, and... What are these sounds? I love both of those. But. Well, the, both those characters I named, I'll put in some uh, some sound editing to cover up the names say, I just said. Yeah, add them to the soundboard. Yeah. Um, yeah, all really good. But yeah, I think even though, yeah, I like that, uh, yeah, Adam Driver and Channing Tatum's uh, are, yeah, a little, are a lot more believable. Joe Bang, which is Daniel Craig's character, it's, it's in the name great already. Name. Yeah, great name. And you know... You kind of hear when you hear him, you're like, okay, I I, I kind of get what this guy is gonna be like. But he was also like smart, like he mm-hmm. he made that like sort of homemade bomb, with, like gummy bears with gummy and, bears. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was now, like. Here's the thing that I I love about this movie, and the reason I like started liking it even more after I watched it and thinking back to it uh-huh. is that it is this like bumpkin movie about stealing from nascar and they're going you know it's that's the american dream they're all like can we really steal from nascar and all that stuff but um if you like if you think about a lot of the stuff that was going on it's a very like left-leaning movie and uh, like 
I love the politics of it and the fact that it's like it, at first it seems like okay these guys are definitely Trump supporter types, but then like if you look at the you think of the fact the fact that um, the reason he's stealing this is because uh, he's losing his like disability or uh-huh. he's getting fired from his job because he has a limp and they don't want the insurance like the shirt yeah. insurance can't cover him. His brother is a, a veteran and, and lost an arm and they're not like and has a uh, pretty bad like prosthetic. Well, yeah, I, and, I, I'm sorry not to disparage, but like he he deserves more than what he yeah, has exactly and and um and they they have all these points where like uh they have the vegan character in sebastian stan and like he's just like they make fun of him for like like he's like he, he calls, and doing he calls yoga. his body his os he's like it's my operating <laughs> system is running at maximum but even he turns out to be good in the end because he punches seth mcfarland or, or he lies about hey, the other guys punching anyone seth who does McFarland. that is a hero to me <laughs> exactly and then don't forget that the master of ceremonies at the nascar event was bernie sanders <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, you oh, don't remember? It's, it's so obvious. You know what's funny? We're going There's... to start this race yeah. right now. And then a, a bird laying on his finger. Yeah. And he's like, I guess this means I should win the NASCAR tournament. <laughs> it's a tournament, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why did they write that in the script? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that there's a part where the NASCAR commentators come up. And they're like, "What? this is a, the Coca-Cola challenge today, blah, blah. And I was, they it lingers on them for a while where I was like, am I supposed to know... Are these guys famous in, <laughs> right. in, in and they're some like, sect? Wink, they're like winking at the camera yeah. and like, you is know this, who we are. But is this like the, like Stephen Colbert, wasn't he like a, a commentator in like Love Guru or am I thinking of... Uh, oh yeah, he was, it was is this him like, and Gaffigan were the commentators Is this in the like Love that Guru, where it's yeah. like, these are like some like Southern celebrities that are like, hey, I think they're, I think they're actual NASCAR commentators. Even I think that was, better. Yes. That's why it ruled. I'm freaking hyped. Um... <laughs> I just did. Th- I noticed that moment. I was like, "Oh, this is one isn't for me." But I think someone in the uh, someone who is aware of them is like, right. "Yeah, <laughs> freaking out." <laughs> They're in a movie. It was like it was NASCAR. like when Falcon showed up in the Ant Man movie. You yeah. were like, "That was that moment for NASCAR fans." Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> hey, in another heist movie, um, <laughs> we just can't stop talking about them. Yeah. Um, Ocean's Eleven. Uh. Yeah, I also like the set it off. It, it uh it's helpful for the near the end of the movie because like there's elements of the plot you see Channing Tatum's plan for the heist in this film and it's all written down very generically like have a backup plan do this remember don't get nervous it's all these like very like very general beats but then you realize like later in the movie that like they did have a backup plan the part where it looks like everything goes wrong the, we're being tricked a little bit. The audience thinks it's actually gone It's a terribly. trick for nobody except the audience. Yes, yeah, sort of. <laughs> where it's like, and all the general stuff he wrote wasn't just like, he was drunk one night and was like, this is the plan for robbing it. Like, he he meant that he knows the specifics of all those bullet points, but on paper it just looks like, oh, and remember not to get caught. And you're like, okay, like, how are you going to pull that off? So I, I like that part of it too. It yeah. made it seem like they were like more white trash or more didn't know what they were actually doing than they actually were so yeah but i I like that i like that it uh it celebrated their white trashiness and it it didn't (laughs) well i mean they all had the thick accents they all like uh were big into it but it never really treated them as dumb there were certain things that they weren't good at but they were also really good at other things it also doesn't it doesn't like treat like uh middle you know like sort of bible belt yeah. Americans as like dumb. They weren't bad. I especially liked that Katie Holmes's character and um the sister of uh Channing Tatum and yeah. and um and uh why can't I think of uh, the actor's name? Kylo Ren. <laughs> Adam uh, Driver. <laughs> Adam Driver. Um was like would help the Channing's daughter with her pageant stuff too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like there's a part where like her and Katie Holmes like kind of fight for a second but she's like stop fighting and they're like you're right honey we should be working together to help you and I was like Yes, perfect. Like, yeah. Isn't that wonderful to see? Like they are coming together for a second to be like, this is her thing right now. Yeah. We're doing that. And I was like, God, like usually you're, I it, most of the times in a movie, I expect the kid to then be like sitting there silently while yeah. the adults act immature. And it was like this little moment of like, huh, she's not usually late. Like she wasn't bad mouthing the other mo- the other person. She was, Katie Holmes was like, huh, this is not like her. She would usually be here. So yeah. I, I'd liked that realism too. They weren't pieces of shit. They, they cared about each other. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when I said that, I didn't mean that like, 
I th- <laughs> I didn't mean that in a way where I was like, well, everybody in the Bible Belt's dumb, so this movie no. should portray them as dumb. But I think like it is very easy for movies to oh, like course. portray people in middle America as sort of like, we love NASCAR, guns, and that's it. You know, but like, yeah, exactly. I think it was done in a very, I don't, is tasteful the right word? But like, it was like, there were, there were nuanced characters and not just like caricatures. Yes. Of, it yeah. feels more like people that you, that you could probably actually know as opposed to like, yeah, the worst of some stereotype. Yeah. yeah um, and, and like, that's why I liked it because it, it, um, it really seemed like one of those things where it wasn't trying to split everyone apart. And this seems like really corny and everything, but it just kind of like, uh, put in points from, from all sides and just said kind of like, you know, we're people and we're, yeah. we're here in America and like, this is, uh, who we are and, and uh, there are, you know, good parts to it and bad parts to it, but we're, we're complete people. Yeah. <laughs> I um, liked all, oh, so go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, just like the kind of low tech of the heist too. Yeah. Like we already mentioned the bomb that Joe Bang makes with like gummy bears and some other kind of household materials. But like there's a part one point where they're trying to figure out how the pneumatic tube system works because that's how they're going to get the money out. Yeah. And they do that by, Painting different cockroaches with nail polish. Uh huh. Do they own? Did someone own those? Or did they buy them? Did the sister collect cockroaches already? Why did I she have those? Don't remember. Did she just pick them off her floor? <laughs> um, but like, and then uses that to figure out which bank the tubes go to. By yeah. Like sending them in, and I was like, wow, this is gross and weird, and you wouldn't think, looking from the outside in, like, oh, someone's planning a heist with yeah. this weird. But it is like, it got the job done. It helped them figure out what they needed to do. And yeah. Everything else would have been hacking in and figuring out the route. And, and you know, the, mm-hmm. an Ocean's Eleven movie that, you know, that Soderbergh did, that would have been a lot more high tech. And I liked that they were able to figure out a sophisticated system in a low tech way. I yeah. liked that part of it. Yeah. The mm-hmm. I will say there's one performance in the movie I did not like, mm. and that was Hilary Swank. That's an odd performance. She oh. felt like mm-hmm. she was acting in a different movie, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I question what if that was like added in or if that was always the intention to have that character. Cause it's really like what, like the last 20, 15 minutes of the movie, 20, yeah. maybe 20 f- minutes of the movie she's introduced. Yeah. And her and another actor who's been in like a uh, blue ruin and green room, uh, and a couple other like kind of indie films recently. He's like her partner agent, but she is like a T 1000. <laughs> she is. Yeah. It is like, you have to give me this information. Yeah. She's like, are you telling me? Yeah, she has like a weird money from your NASCAR and you're claiming that you're fine now. And he's like, yep, that's what we're telling you. She has like a very much like a I'm supposed to be doing an intense voice, which is like she is like like, an FBI agent. But it's almost like the Joe Bang version of an FBI agent where it's like she's an FBI agent, but she is like this level of like, yeah, I am by the book. Do you understand? Yeah. Funny business. It just it felt weird and sort of out of place in I the think movie in a, in a movie with some big performances yeah and and, uh, and some interesting character choices it was a yeah was i understand that like i, they, I don't like, just, i don't dislike it i just think it's odd do you think they are setting up for a sequel with her character in the end that was interesting i think you maybe brought up something to me at the end that i didn't catch or realize we'll t- we can talk about it but i i don't think so i don't know like what would be the sequel i it feels like there might have been more movie but I don't know that like it would be like a whole like I don't I just don't see what like what's the sequel. Well, do we want to say like just like as a spoiler for like the end of the film, like kind of where the last scene takes place? And then I thought sure. you mentioned yeah, yeah, something yeah. that that was evidence to to a connection or something. Um, they're all like at the bar. They're kind of all celebrating that they've like gotten away with a heist. And even even better, it made it look like they had given the money back or got you know. There, there's a moment near the end where it seems like Channing Tatum chickened out. And ditched it all. Yeah. But in reality, he knew that they weren't counting the money properly that day, the NASCAR arena or whatever, stadium, whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and they were going to get repaid by their insurance for whatever they thought they lost. So that's sort of the established thing with Hillary Swank. She's like, oh, they're, they're getting paid more than they probably lost anyway. Mm-hmm. What do they care? Someone else got away with free money. Um, and she's not so, convinced they actually ditched it. That's another left-leaning side, maybe that uh, like the corporations were stealing the the more money. It is like, like the Coca-Cola, the, the Coca-Cola challenge, though. So yeah, yeah. Um, but they're all at the bar, kind of celebrating. Joe Bang is sort of hitting on uh, the lo- the youngest Lucky, the girl, yeah. um, and uh, it looks like uh, Channing Tatum's character is kind of there with. Isn't he there with his? Uh, or, or is he not? He's not there with his. He's there with his new hand. 
or oh well, uh, yes, Ky- or uh, Adam Driver's character Kylo has. Ren. I keep saying Kylo Ren has, and hey, uh, that's a Star Wars connection. A robotic hand, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it took another movie for this, but. So I thought, maybe you didn't tell me this. Someone said that they thought Hillary Swank had a, a fake arm or a, or a, or a prosthetic. I don't think that was me. I said Sebastian Stan. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> wow, there's a lot of yeah. Yeah, prosthetics. No, he gets a, he has like a much more sophisticated robotic prosthesis at the end. But someone I thought told me that they thought Hillary Swank had also a fake arm like she had <laughs> served previously or has something. And I was like, What? I didn't catch that at all. Yeah, I didn't either. But Maybe she does she was just robotic. But she does sort of. <laughs> she does talk to Adam Driver's character and says yeah. like, "Hey, you must be celebrating. Why don't you get me in on that or whatever?" Yeah. And he pours her a shot, and she's just kind of like, you can almost tell like, off. Her superior said, "Hey, the case is over. They're they're settling with their insurance right. company. You're done." But she almost independently went there to be like, "Something's up with these Logans. I I'm wonder gonna figure if, it out." I I couldn't tell. I did, yeah. I couldn't tell if that ending meant like she was you know, still sort of on the trail on the, yeah, on their trail or was sort of like, I can kind of like respect that. Like, I know what you did, but I can't bust you legally. So kind of like, I'm, I'm just coming to see what you guys made of your right. Or like, you know, maybe like, that is it. She was just kind of like, Oh, you're not, you're not driving around in, you know, sports cars. You're, you're taking care of your daughter. You yeah. have this new arm. You like, there was reasons you did this. You guys, damn it. You got away with it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, no, I think you might be right. I think that's about, uh, but it's hard to tell. Like, it's not, you mm-hmm. know, like that made me think like, was there more to the movie that yeah. they, she was like, do you have a recharge port in the back of this bar? <laughs> what? My arms on low battery. Nothing, nothing human. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. That was her performance was probably the only other than Seth MacFarlane. I think we've already established that, but, yeah. um, that was just the only thing that kind of took me out of the movie, but otherwise I really like it a lot. I, I think the two brother, two Joe Bang's brothers had uh, a couple moments of being a little bit over the top for me, a little bit like uh, stereotypical. Yeah. Okay. But they, it wasn't too bad. And they, and they definitely uh, redeemed themselves. And they were also much. like, they were the hackers, which is like the weird part. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have expected their characters to be the ones that are like the tech savvy ones, but, um, Hey, breaking down walls. Yeah. Do you know what their names were in the movie? Um, Douglas, Sam and Fish, Bang. So one of their names was Fish Bang. I was just like I just Sha- the Shape of Water. Me. Yeah, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of Fish Bang, yeah, that movie should have won. Wait, wait. So, jo- okay, Joe Bang, fi- wait, Joe Bang, Fish Bang, and Sam Bang. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. One of these things is not like the others. Um, what do you guys think this movie is at on Rotten Tomatoes? Ooh, uh, critical or audience? Hmm. Or crawdience? Yeah, crawdience. The, the sum of both. Yeah. Um, critical. I liked this movie, and I hope other people liked it too. And I want to say critically, it's going to be high seventies, low eighties. I'd say sixty-eight percent. You're both wrong. It's a 93%. Yeah. Damn. That's good. That's I lowballed it, but I'm, yeah. I'm happy that's the case. It is a widely liked movie. And then the audience score is 75. I, maybe I've mentioned low. this before on a previous episode. Did you catch the little um, little uh, tip of the hat to himself uh, on the on the news? The, later in the movie, they're talking about how apparently the money was ditched in a dumpster behind a 7-Eleven, and they're calling the heist Ocean's 7-Eleven. <laughs> they say that on the TV. Oh, and I was really? Like, Soderbergh, you, you son of a... Did it, you did it again. <laughs> um, there is one bad review that's highlighted on Rotten Tomatoes. Only on one. The, on, the, on the Wikipedia page. Rex Reed of the New York Observer. Maybe this maybe this reveal will change your guys' mind. Uh, it's was, from Beth McFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> I was critical of the film and described Soderbergh as an overrated director. Reed complained that the film takes a slower pace in... Is this a 11. review of a review? Yeah. <laughs> um... Says it takes a slower pace in Ocean's Eleven, and although he praised the camera work, music, and ham acting, he concluded it doesn't work. Logan Lucky is as charming and welcome as toenail fungus. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I guess speaking I like toenail of, uh, fungus more than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of music, we this is the and I we've probably also mentioned this when we mentioned the other one, but this is one of the other movies from last year that featured take me home country road <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. in a movie with channing tatum yeah this one hit a lot harder i cried at that one that was a good yeah, yeah. so the he it was very cute he it seems like he's ditching all the like the money to get to his daughter's 
recital, her performance, is she sings. She's supposed to be doing a different song, and then she Rihanna's sees Rihanna's umbrella. Yeah, she's supposed. To, yeah, she has like a big act with an umbrella for to sing Rihanna's umbrella. But then she sees her dad in the audience, and that's his favorite song. Not umbrella, but take me home, country. <laughs> hey, it could be. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he's got. Uh, he was a stripper once, yeah. so maybe we might have danced to it. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a very heartwarming scene. Yes, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Even though uh, when someone's singing, the audience isn't supposed to sing. Also, okay, guys. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> it's a talent show. Why don't you shut your back up? You'd be so Very fun good. to go to a talent show with. Oh, I'm the I'm the most fun. Yeah. Hey everybody, why don't you shut the back up? Hey everyone, why don't you cry the back up? You shut your back up. Um. Yeah. It's. I don't know. It's just. It's a. It. It's a feel good movie for yeah, me. Yeah. It's really and, fun. And it. Mm-hmm. And it surprised me because I didn't. Uh, it's something I wouldn't normally have like gone out and seen. Let alone, mm-hmm. I, there's lots of movies I really enjoyed from last year that I haven't seen three times already. So yeah, it's one that I've enjoyed showing to other people, and and I think I've always gotten a positive, uh, positive uh, reaction from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Bernie would have won. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for us for this week. Uh, I don't know what we're doing next. So we we, we got a couple things in the. Uh, we'll see. What happens? Stay tuned for the next one. See you then. Bye. Bye. Oh.